Watch episode Beers Watch Podcast episode 290. Charlotte's number one podcast recording in the basement. Back again on a Tuesday. Full house, four wide. Duval, Jeeves, both rocking the phones today. Usually it's just Duval. Jeeves got to jump on the phone, and it was like a, a photo finish of who was going to jump on. I think Jeeves might have edged out. So, Jeeves, man, how you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. Glad to be back. Uh, if you're looking for me, it's Jeeves1988 all across the board. All right, and Duvall got the red wine kind of artistically placed in the corner of his screen over there. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. And you see what I did there, man. You know, just a little, <laughs> just a little slightness. But um, I'm good, man. You know, can't complain. Uh, if you're looking for me, just Duvall on Instagram, Rod versus Duvall on Twitter. All right, and then our guest tonight, I was so busy today, I didn't get to look up his other episodes that he's been on, but he's been on here two or three times before taking part of plenty of our fantasy games, finally got him back. Now I think the first time on Zoom, he's been on a Beerio cart before. Vince, man, what you been up to? Hey, chilling. I'm, I'm glad I'm, we're not playing Beerio cart tonight because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've came in last both times that I've tried. So. <laughs> I, I lucked out on that. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. We tried to get you a month ago. You were busy, so we finally got you here at the end of May, man. What, what, what you been up to since the last time we saw you? Uh, let's see. I think last time, last time I was on, I was finishing up school or I was getting yep. in school, to be honest. Um, so since then I've, I graduated from, uh, CVCC, uh, started a job back in December of 2020 and really just been hustling since then. Um, working, you know, busy life. Um, I'm sure you, you've seen on online and things, but, um, we lost our son last year in September um, we lost him at 35 weeks of pregnancy. So something me and my wife are doing is kind of getting a nonprofit put together, um, staying busy with that, trying to, uh, spread awareness for infant and pregnancy loss as well as just kind of being there for people. Uh, I know you've seen probably a lot of stuff on, on Instagram. I've been posting a lot around mental health and stuff like that. And, uh, really just trying to be, you know, ears or whatever I can be. I'm no, therapist or anything like that but you know I, I hear from a lot of people they really appreciate just having somebody to talk to and it's honestly a really good opportunity for me just to like have a you know a quick conversation with people see how their life's going and stuff so I'm trying to stay busy with that but yeah I mean I didn't know how I wasn't necessarily going to bring it up because I know that's just I, I might even start tearing up thinking about what you went through because I got my own two kids and stuff but right. I mean to, I know it probably does help to talk it out because I don't know how even you get through a scenario like that on top of what happened today in Texas, sure. another elementary school getting shot up unnecessarily, oh. all that kind of stuff. So I know we try to keep it light here, but sometimes you just can't avoid life, you know. So For sure. how, I guess, did, I mean, you deal with that scenario? Because that is just the ultimate thing that a parent never wants to go through. Yeah, and... To be honest, like somebody, I don't remember who exactly who it was, but basically it was, 
you use multiple tools for your tool belt. So for us, there was multiple things. There was therapy that we used. Uh, we relied on family, friends, um, our religion. Um, there was a lot of stuff that we went through. Um, really, f- friends and family were there for us for anything that we needed. Um, work was awesome. A lot of my coworkers, um, they, they were able to give us gift cards and things like that. So even going out to eat, um, we didn't really have to go anywhere. We could just, we had like a, uh, Uber eats or something, DoorDash. I can't remember exactly, but, um, gift cards and things like that so that we didn't have to go out because it's, um, difficult in, in different ways. And it's something that you don't really think about, but, um, through the whole process, we've learned that really one in four women, um, are, it's almost a stat that's, it's guaranteed one in four women, they're going to lose a child, whether it's early in pregnancy or late in pregnancy infant, you know? Um, so it's just something that it's, unfortunately it's going to happen. And and through this whole process, we learned how many people actually in the world that maybe not exactly what happened to us, but things similar to us or people losing uh, pregnancy early on is, is, it's crazy. So there's just a lot that goes into it. I mean, if anybody's listening and goes through something similar, I'm open to talk about it. I mean, I have my ups and downs with it, but, um, more times than not, I'm more than open to talking about stuff, being there for people that, you know, just need somebody to talk to. Um, I, I personally known somebody that, um, lost their child as well. Um, pretty late in pregnancy. And I, I never thought that I would know somebody else, personally, um, that kind of went through, uh, what we went through. So, uh, but like I said, anybody that ever has questions or anything like that, please feel free to reach out, um, at your boy VI on Twitter and Instagram. So that's Y A B O Y V I. Please feel free to reach out. Um, you know, and, and I'm open to talking about it. So. And, and I, what I think was so surprising is I've really just followed you through your social media posts was just mm-hmm. how late, and y'all's pregnancy, it was. I mean, 35 weeks is almost like you're getting nervous just to get the nursery ready and to, to get the yeah. car seat attached and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I just can't imagine going through that and kind of, I mean, just all together is just one of those. I just, and I didn't, you know, it's one of those things like how do you, you know, I, you send your condolences to you, but mm. how do you, you know, I don't, it's one of those things is how do you cons- console somebody because there's just a tragedy that you really are prepared for, you know? Right. And it's a, I mean, it's also a topic that not a lot of people are comfortable with, you know, what do you do? Like, you know, there's nothing you can say, there's nothing you can do that's going to make it really any better. And, and for me, I'm kind of reserved in, in my own way anyway. So it's kind of, I just kind of want to be by myself or or with my wife. So it's just, it's one of those things. Um, there is stuff online. Um, our therapist that we talked to, she was like, Hey, people aren't going to know what to say. So even family and stuff, here's, here's a link. So, you know, Google something that just tells you, Hey, these are, these are things that you can do. And like one of the top things is saying, I don't know what to say, but if you need somebody to talk to, I'm here for you. And it's just that. And I mean, sometimes that's what it is. And I mean, even with the mental health stuff, I, I may not have an answer for you, but I'm open to listening to it. And, and I'm open to trying trying to relate to you and especially with the infant and pregnancy law stuff, everybody's story is going to be different. 
Um, like you said, I mean, it was late. It was 35 weeks. I mean, at any point he could have been born and it'd be, you know, it'd be fine. Yeah. And the room set up, everything set up, ready to go. The entire pregnancy, everything was good. Um, you know, all, everything checked out and then it just kind of just happened. Um, so it was a placental abruption is what happened. So the placenta detached. Um, and then my wife had internal bleeding and it clotted. So typically when that happens, there's bleeding. And so a woman knows, uh, something's not right. I'm bleeding. Go to the hospital. Um, she didn't have that. It was internal bleeding. So, um, it was something that was very rare that happened. Um, you know, not to get too, uh, too, too much into it, but, uh, my wife almost lost her life as well. She, um, she lost so much blood that, um, yeah, she's, uh, I'm very lucky. She's very lucky that she's still alive to this day. So, um, you know, it's a lot. So, you know, sometimes when it happens, um, you know, people birth the child and they're able to spend the time with them and, and things like that. But, uh, in our situation, she didn't really get to do that. She, uh, she kind of got rushed into surgery and, and different things and was supposed to get transported and then ended up getting better. Um, she received a lot of blood, um, which obviously helped her, uh, get back up to health and stuff. But, um, but yeah, so sorry to get so, no, I mean, that's <laughs> so, uh, you know, deep, deep into it. But, um, but it's one of those things, like I said, we want to, we want to spread, um, you know, the awareness around it. Uh, we want to tell our story. Um, everybody's story is different, you know, so, um, just letting people know, like I said, and, you know, we want to, we want to help out as much as we can. And we're very, very, uh, fortunate that she's still here and we want to continue to, uh, let people know about him. So, yeah. So what, what kind of stage are you guys at now with everything? Like it's been, you said September, so what is that about eight, eight, nine months or so? Where, I mean, where are you guys mentally? I mean, like you said, you mentioned some steps, but how together and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we're doing, we're doing much better. I mean, we go through, you know, there's rough times, there's days that I have rough days, um, but it just, it, it's much better. We're definitely in a different place than where we were, um, you know it's totally different, you know, with COVID and things going on, people weren't going out much and things like that. But when we went through that and and even now, honestly, there's just so many people that's pregnant, so many babies, so many. And, and every time seeing that it was just a constant reminder. So for a long time, it was, we didn't want to go anywhere because you go anywhere and it's a constant Uh, reminder of our kids not here with us Yeah. or, you know, we didn't get to come home. You know, you see a car seat, We've seen, you know, neighbors and stuff having having kids and coming home. And that's just that's difficult. And, you know, not everybody's going to be able to relate to that. But um, it's one of those things. And it's, you know, it's nothing against any of the kids or anything like that. It's just a, a constant reminder that's kind of difficult. Um, but we're much better. Um, like I said, trying to do good things. And uh, we've put together some kind of care packages that we dropped off at the hospital um, to be able to give families that go through similar things um, some of the stuff that gave us comfort through that. So just trying to do as much good that we can, um, you know, best of the situation, I guess. So. Yeah. 
but yeah, we're we're long story short, we're we're doing much better. And you know, it's it's like a roller coaster. It's gonna come and go and it's not something okay. we're ever gonna forget about or wanna forget about. So yeah. Duval, so you got anything? As, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so so as far as and I know you spoke to kind of just the awareness and, and the, the nonprofit that you you guys are working towards. Um, can you talk just a little bit about like that and kind of just what your vision is and kind of, you know, what you want to see from that? Yeah. So main thing is awareness, um, you know, just bringing awareness around the pregnancy and infant loss stuff. Um, ultimately, uh, what we'd like to do is be able to uh, raise money to be able to help families that are in that situation financially. Um, we were very lucky that we had family and friends that were willing to give money towards things. Like I mentioned, you know, even food gift cards and things like that. You know, we're very fortunate that we have family and friends that can do that. And we're in a spot that they were able to do that because there's many people out there in the world that they don't have that opportunity. You know, there may be somebody that goes through that, that it's just them. They don't have a spouse. They don't have family, don't no friends, anything. So, you know, we want to be able to help people out with that stuff. And then also just given resources, like there's so much through the process that we didn't know. Um, you know, one of the big things being, um, after 20 weeks of pregnancy, if you go to labor and delivery, they have to check, they have to check you out and they have to make sure everything's okay. And a lot of times with my wife, she would be worried about something. And although it may not be something to legitimately be worried about, it's sometimes you feel dismissed and you don't know what to do. And one of the things that we want to spread is just, Hey, you can go to labor and delivery after 20 weeks and they can, they check you out, make sure you're good. And if you're good, you go home. If something's wrong, you may stay, but at least, you know, you're good. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's little stuff like that. Other resources, you know, my, my wife read a lot of books. Um, so being able to, you know, give that information out. Um, but like I said, at the end of the day, being able to help families that are in need, because as I grew up, there was a lot of times that we didn't, we didn't have much. And when families helped us and things with, with different things, it meant the world. So, you know, the last thing you want to do, you know, you're in the hospital and you have to make a decision while you're at the hospital. Are they going to get buried or cremated? Oof. That's something difficult to go through. And then you also have, there's a cost behind that, Yeah. you know, and that's the last yeah. thing you want to think about is, Oh, where, where am I going to get thousands of dollars yeah. to do this? So, you know, we want to be able to ultimately um, help those families in need. So, Yeah, man. That's I, go ahead, Jeeves. I got a question. Now you said mm-hmm. like, um, like after 35 weeks, you can basically have a kid or whatnot. Did she have any other signs of like any problems that would lead to this miscarriage? Or was it just out of the blue sort of thing that the doctor missed? So it was, so it wasn't something that they necessarily missed. Um, kind of looking back on it, there were signs. So the weekend before, um, so it was like a Thursday when we lost him, we were at the emergency room on Sunday because my wife had Bell's palsy. Um, so basically if you don't know what that is. Your eye wouldn't work. And then like half of her face just wasn't really working. Mm-hmm. So I went to the emergency room 
Um, they checked that out and basically it was like, it's, it's just Bell's palsy. Like not really sure. It's just, it just happens. And told us it had nothing to do with the kid. There was no you know, harm to the child, anything like that. Um, so then we went home. Um, after talking with a couple of doctors and things, they do think that that's kind of a, a sign of um, preeclampsia, which, you know, there's things that you can do to prevent that. Um, but what actually happens to so the placental abruption, it actually only happens to like 1% of children. Um, so that it's a very rare thing that happens. Um, and then ours was a, was a boy. So his name is baby boy is what we ended up naming him. But, um, that like being a boy in that was even rarer of a chance. Mm. There's like a 10% chance of the 1% that it happens to a boy. So it was a very rare thing that like, it just, it just happens sometimes, there, you know, there are stories of people having a placental abruption and they're able to get to the hospital soon enough. But like I said, a lot of the times it's that bleeding. It's the, okay, there's, there's something wrong. I should not be bleeding. Yeah. I need to go to the emergency room. Boom, you go. And then sometimes they can, you know, they can save them. So, um, there's just a lot that goes into it. So not a hundred percent sure what it was. Um, they have a pretty good idea and next time um once we you know once we get pregnant again and stuff uh, she's going to be high risk so they're going to really watch her they're going to do more tests they're going to do more things and really keep an eye on her so um we're excited for that gotcha so i guess you guys at least have decided to you know try again and, and get that process so that's a healing in itself i know it's it's going to yes. be a lifelong kind of journey like you said ups and downs i can't even mm-hmm fathom it without kind of getting choked up thinking about losing a kid and all that stuff so yeah, yeah. man, I, I appreciate you coming on and sharing that part of your story even though you know we are we usually keep it lighthearted and joking stuff but i feel like sometimes it's good to talk real human emotions and everything else as well so right yeah man right um well, i appreciate you letting me tell the story and and like i said if anybody needs to reach out or, you know, there's been so many people that have came out and said, why, well, you know, this is, you know, something similar. I've lost, you know, kids early in pregnancy. There's been, you know, people's parents that I've known that say, Hey, this, that has happened to us multiple times. And then one of your good friends was our, was our rainbow baby. So, you know, there's a lot of people that come out and, and they support. And it's, it, it's insane to me that you, you know, day to day people you run in contact with, have no idea their story and you don't know what people are going through. So yeah, it's really taught us a lot. And, and like I said, I appreciate you letting me, you know, get what we're about. Are we about what time did we start? About, about 19 minutes in. Yeah. 19 yeah. minutes. So I, you know, I appreciate that first 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let me, let me tell our story. And, and like I said, if anybody needs to reach out, please feel free. Yeah, man. Nah, well, has anybody else got any, Anything else on that before we maybe dive into some more lighthearted, you know? Hey, well, <laughs> well let, let me switch it to something lighthearted real okay. quick. So, Wait, before you, to- before you do that, first I was going to jump before you got into your other stuff. I forgot to mention Vince was the one who came up with all our new logos and I still do have his T-shirt that I ordered for him, and I need to just go ahead and mail it to you. I need to get your address after this. I'm gonna shoot you a text. And just mail it. We tried to link up because I think you designed that. Was that 
during the pandemic, pre-pandemic, I can't really that remember. Was, I'm, I'm pretty sure that was It was pre. Pandemic. Was it during? I, whenever it was, you designed it, and I got you a shirt, and I've been me, me, yeah. meeting the link up, and then just life got busy, all that kind of yeah. stuff that happened, so I need to send it to you. I still got it. And now my, my wife actually has one of those uh, cricket machines where you can print mm-hmm. different stuff, so I need to send you some stickers and all that kind of stuff as well. So I do got to give you the, the shout out since you're back on for designing that logo that I basically use on everything now from our YouTube stuff to our podcast stuff and all that, you know, everything in between. So appreciate that. And then, yeah, go ahead. What you got? What you got on the side? I was just going to say, you know, I listened to last episode and <clears throat> this is I feel like it's been a debate for a long time. OK. Yoshi's and Sushi Star. Oh, yeah. yep so i for the longest time i've always been both you know it when 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 sushi star used to be a tommy and cornelius okay you know Mm -hmm. i was like okay you know go to both you know whatever but recently i don't think it's a competition at all yep for what (laughs) 100 percent of the time going to yoshi's okay okay yes. okay now, okay, yeah, okay. now you're on go ahead and, and the last time i went to, to sushi star i was like okay i haven't been in a long time yeah and i went and i was not satisfied at yeah. all i was like this is nowhere and, and i and it's funny because as i sit there i thought about the debate that y'all always have <laughs> I'm like, yeah, there's no contest. Yoshi's 100% of the time. I'm going. It, it is, it's <laughs> been a runaway with Yoshi's. And I brought it up last week, same thing. It was Sunday a couple weeks ago, and they weren't even open. And it was only like 5, 6 o'clock on a Sunday. And I get sometimes you close early, but for a hibachi spot, I feel like at least 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock on a Sunday. And just for, for everything that you can get and the atmosphere all together, it, it's always got to be Yoshi's. And that was one of my, one of our my most fun piece of content we did a couple years ago before a Panthers mm-hmm. game was doing that taste test and all yeah. that good stuff. So, and and, and I'll, I'll throw a, a wrinkle in there because I'm a huge component and I'm a huge uh, advocate for Yoshi's. Um, there is one if you want to kind of you know step it out a little bit, um, and I know we talked about it too. Is uh, Kung Fu Noodle up in Birkdale? Um, it's okay. kind of like a little hidden gem. Um, it's still good. You, you you may pay a couple dollars more than you would pay for Yoshi's, but it's not going to be as expensive as if you like went to like Ease or some other mm-hmm. type of spot like that. So, but it's still really good too. But yeah, definitely nothing nothing overdoes uh, Yoshi's. I and get I'll, it at least once a week. I'll say this about Ease though too. I think Ease is overrated and overpriced as well. Yeah, I agree with that. Last yeah. time we yeah. went, I think Jerriana it was probably. Five, six years ago, she had gotten like a gift card into the year as a teacher, you know, from the students and stuff. So you got to go burn the gift card, right? So we yeah. went and sat down. And I remember like she got some pad thai. I got something. And it just felt like it was four or five bucks more expensive than what your portion size was. And then it just, yeah. for the wait time and kind of the atmosphere, you're kind of squinched in there. Uh, sometimes yeah. the AC's working. Sometimes it's not. And the windows <laughs> are up depending on the season. And it just, we were just like, man, if it, if not for this gift card, you know, I, we're not going to, you know, yeah. we're not going to come back kind of thing. So, well, 
I've kind of phased them out. I am looking forward to trying your kung fu noodle, though, Duval. I mentioned to Jerry and last week we got to get over there sometime, either this weekend or next weekend, something. But I am looking forward to trying where, that. Where is the kung fu noodle? I know it's, it's, it's virtual, but where at? Yeah, you know where uh, Bad Daddy's and Bricks is, right? At that corner. And you know where Dressler's is? If you turn, well, I don't even know if you can turn now because they're doing so much construction. Yeah. But, like, if you loop around or you go to that back side where those apartments are, it's right there at that stop sign. Okay. Yeah, it's like a hidden light. Like, if you didn't know it was there. Is it, Duval, is it next to the kids' haircut place? Or is that the other, that might be the other side or something? I don't know where the kids' haircut place is. Because there is, like, a kid's, the only reason I know. It must be, it might might be in between. Like, if you're coming, like, and you're coming and ease is on your right and everything's on your right. When you go around that roundabout, dip to your right, and then as soon as you get to that stop sign, it's sitting right there right before you go towards those neighborhoods. So, yeah, yeah, I know it's hella, right. hella construction because Jerriana went by there and she was going to go to Cava the other day. She was like, I can't even get over there because you got to park <laughs> over near the Chipotle just to get over to Cava. And yeah. she's like, nah, I'm not yeah. even trying to do to walk all that. I got to get home and all that kind of stuff. So it's, I know it's it's kind of tough now. You got to kind of avoid Burkdale at all costs because it's just. It's bad, yeah. yeah. A lot of construction. And, yeah. And to your, to your point, Jacob, about how ease is a little overrated. I feel like a lot of places now, you're really paying for the ambiance. You're not really paying for the food. So like the ambiance yeah. is like, oh, this is beautiful. And you know, with social media, people want to take pictures, want to do all this. And then you sit down and your food is like, ah, I probably could have went somewhere else and really got something better for this and I'd have been half the price. Yeah. You know, or I could have got something to go somewhere and came home and ate it. I wouldn't have had to worry about it. I'm cool with the ambiance of my house. So, and I- um, Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, just when you said the price, it made me think of something that also made me mad at Sushi Star. Uh They had a big old sign on the front, seven days a week, $5 special, something, whatever. I go in, I want to get the special. And they're like, we don't have a special. I'm like, what do you mean? (laughs) We don't have a special. (laughs) I said, "You you have a... thing on the front door like a legitimate sign that says it and they were like i don't i don't think we do and and so they were like let me ask such and such the manager and they were like oh no it's just monday through friday and i was like well your sign <laughs> says seven days a week <laughs> so you know what they did they took the sign down and they were like sorry we can't we can't do this oh, i'm gonna walk out <laughs> And oh, I, was like, man. I can't, I can't, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I will say Yoshi's did up a couple bucks on their, their combo specials they have, but I get that, you know, everything's kind of going up nowadays, you know, Yeah. just because of life in general, it seems. But I still, like I said, I had no complaints when we got it two weeks ago. It's been back. And the funny thing is, is actually the people who run that they're I think it's like their cousin Rose Duval, you've met she that's her family. Who's been remember Rose from the podcast? Yeah, she that's yeah, that's like her I wanna say it's like her older brother or a brother in law. Somehow she's related. Uh and like anytime she's always like, if anything bad happens, let me know and I'll relay it to them or whatever and get some stuff fixed. But they thoroughly love the video. No, no, she's no no, she's a Yoshi's person. Oh, oh, oh. She's Yoshi's. Yeah, yeah. Sushi Star people, I don't know where they're hiding it. The only person I know that loves it the most is Bridget. I have no idea why, but, man. Yeah, and and to throw out another recommendation, 
you know, a little further down 73 in Denver, a place called Japan. Yeah. I'd say they're in second I've place. I've never heard of them. Yeah. You need to try. You need yeah. to try. It's 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 pretty good. I don't know that it's better than Yoshi's, but it's pretty good. Yeah. I do How know down 73 is it? It's near the Showmars, right? Yeah, it's right behind the Midtown Sundries. Yep. Oh, shit. Now, okay, it's, okay. It's, it's, that's in the Lowe's, the, like the Lowe's parking lot, right? It's it's right there near, yeah, yeah. like where. Yeah, it, it's, it, yeah, that little shopping center. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, I know where you're at. Yep. It's another one. Yeah. Give that give that a shot. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So, Vince, back to, so you, you went through the design school and everything, what I know you said you got a job. Are you working in that job design, or are you doing some freelance stuff on the side? What's kind of that going on? So I'm 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 pretty much only doing my job stuff. I do I okay. do some freelance stuff on the side, but not really. Um, I, I I still do some graphic design stuff at work, but technically, um, I'm an email marketing specialist and I do marketing automation. So okay. it's a little bit different. It's a little more technical, a little more on the coding side of things. Um, so, so I still do that, but it's not as much, it's not strictly just logos and graphics and things like that. It's a little different. And also that was the other thing, cause I think it was about maybe six, eight months ago, your bottle of wine that you won that contest with at Catawba Farms that you designed yep. that. I remember running into that and seeing your name up because we had went to do because Jerry and his family lives up that way. So we're like, oh, we got to go do a review, and we checked out yeah. the Tower Farms and all that kind of stuff. So is I mean, how cool was that to get that the winning bottle there? That's now sitting at their brewery vineyard area. Oh yeah, it was. I mean, it was really cool. That's that was the first thing that I ever had, like fully in production. They, I mean, they had. A typical run of wine I, I can't remember how many cases it was um but we had the label for that and then when we did our the i guess the pitch of our design idea we also did um basically a a gift set so the gift set came with wine glasses the wine bottle and then it was in a nice uh, wooden box and they actually put that in production and i think the thing that sold them on that was I used my marketing brain and was like, uh, you could sell this for like 120 bucks. And <laughs> unfortunately they did sell it for 120 bucks. And so I, you know, I bought, I bought one, but, um, wait, you know, did, he give, did he gift you one for all this? Oh, uh, that's yeah. Hey. No, I did. So before the release, I did go up there, um, with, with some family and stuff just to like, just to go check it out. And, um, one of the guys that, um, that, is one of the owners, which unfortunately he passed not too long ago, but, um, he, he slid us a bottle early. Ah, so I did get a bottle early okay. um, that I didn't have to pay for, but the rest of them I had to pay for. I bought a couple bottles and then I bought the, the gift set. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was really cool because it was like the first thing. And it's like, it's something that you don't really think about. Like I <laughs> never thought, okay, I'm going to design a wine label. And you know, the girl that did it with me, um, it, it's really cool. It was a really fun collaboration, um, to be able to do that. And they started at, at the school that, you know, Catawba Valley Community College, they really try and do real life things. So from ours, it was the first thing. And then the next year they designed like the beer labels. And then I think last year they started doing like the kombucha labels and different things. So it was a really cool partnership that started and, you know, it, it's pretty cool. Cause like I said, it's the first thing that 
was ever real life for me, not yeah. just a mock-up online. So. Yeah, I think I mean that's cool. I mean, great for the Catawba Farms as well because they kind of get a little hey, come come help me out. If they strike gold with something, they got a good idea right there from you guys doing a was that like a final project kind of thing? Yeah, it was um it was like one of our big projects leading towards um like our second year. Okay. Um, and then the the big part of it was the presentation piece. So we had to present it to like the, the school president. Yeah. Um, there was marketing people from like a major wine distributor. Um, there was a lot of people. So it was not only like the design aspect of it. Um, we did a photo shoot for it. So we were able to, um, you know, take the photographers through that, tell them what our vision was. Okay. Setting up the, I can't even remember what we called it, but, but really just, um, taking all those photos and it was just one big project that kind of came together. And then, like I said, we finished it off with presenting it to many people and I, I hate presenting. So that was a, that was a big thing. That's good. So, so my question is, is since that, that project was just a big hit, what do you think would be something, I guess, that you were able to tackle yourself that would be just as good, if not better of a, I guess, of a win for you, maybe something that you, I know you said that you don't do it as much as you may want to, or as you, you were before, but like, what's something that maybe you have something like in your arsenal that you're like, you know what, if I'm able to pick this up in the next six months to a year and able to really put it out like I want to, what would be something that you, that you can tell us about, you know, <laughs> some things you might want to keep to yourself, but that you can tell us about that you might have that you might want to try and do. Um, so big project at work that I'm working on is, uh, we're, we're moving one of our softwares over to a different software. Mm -hmm. And, um, so we're moving over to Salesforce marketing cloud. Um, and so for me, it's really learning that tool, um, and what it can do. And as far as marketing automation and things like that, um, really trying to learn that. So I think the last time I was on here and I talked about, it, I talked about, I wanted to, to do UX design. And so marketing automation in a way is very similar to UX design. You still have to think the same way. So UX design is like making the user experience better. So whenever you do something in my head, I want to make it the easiest way possible. So for instance, I'm just going to use the example, Amazon, you go on Amazon, you buy something, then you receive an email that says, Hey, here's your confirmation. Uh, we'll send you another one when your item ships out and then your item ships out. You get an email that says, Hey, your items on the way, click here to, you know, track your package. So that aspect is what I'm doing basically. Um, and, and learning how to do that and expand the channel. So not only email, but text message, things like that. So really learning that tool and how can it be effective to, to make it a better experience for our customers. So that's probably, big thing other than that is you know how many people have seen the beards watch logo and you know wearing the t-shirts and things like that and honestly like there's you know it's jacob uses it everywhere so for me that's awesome to look at that and it's so funny because like some like every time i look at it i'm like that's so weird that i did that like you know it, it's just i don't know it's very strange so like even some of the logos that are that are out there um we did one for work and um, it, it's on some rental equipment and it's, it's wild to see like a, 
a picture be posted and it's like, oh, the logo is out there in like Alabama. Like <laughs> that's very strange to see. You know, like these people have no idea. But um, but yeah. Yeah, no, and it was funny because I remember just kind of putting it out to your ear, you know, knowing I didn't have really any money or anything because it's just kind of a hobby podcast. And you were like, yeah, if yeah. I can get to it. And you were finishing school and like, I was like, hey, it's no big deal. Like he's got real life stuff. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, you just shot me like a text with what I had no, like he didn't give me a, a heads up. Like, Hey, I'll be done like a week. It was just like a text. Like, what do you think of these? And of course I'm not really going to critique them. And I, I, there was nothing to critique cause I liked them all. Every time he sent me one, I was like, Oh, that's sick. That's sick. Like, and then he had four of them and I was like, well, this is fantastic to use all across the thing. So it really was, I couldn't have come up with a better design and it just works well for, like I said, before our videos, we do the, the Panther stuff or, brewer reviews or whatever i mean like you said thousands of people have seen that logo because it opens yeah. up every single one of our videos and stuff so yeah, yeah man. but i just have to throw the disclaimer out there i don't do uh any work for free anymore that's right absolutely that was, that was the, 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 the last project i got in the last project there it was <laughs> exactly i have i have a, a year and a half of a real world experience so yeah price is up now. right that's right that's there you right go. <laughs> So, but to, to kind of pull off a of Duvall's question, is there anything on the create, like I, I know you're creating, but like maybe hobby-wise that you may have, like you said, designing a logo maybe for a friend, or is that maybe for your, the stuff you and your wife are working on, are y'all designing something? Uh, I know it's not maybe as fun to kind of get in that with how sad all that situation is, but is there yeah. something kind of hobby-wise fun as an outlet to release that gets the creative juices flowing? And that's what, um, you know, I really want to do. I want to start doing some t-shirt designs. Um, I don't, I'm sure y'all have seen like the yard signs of different things. Um, a lot of people had them for Easter and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Um, I want to do stuff, uh, October's, uh, infant and pregnancy loss awareness month. Yeah. So I really want to start getting some designs going for that. Um, uh, not, not to, you know, just to bring awareness but then also be able to have that as an option of way to, to bring in revenue so that we can put it back out into the world um, and just be able to see that stuff. Because even your shirts, it's it's wild for me to see something like, okay, yeah, I designed that and somebody's <laughs> wearing it and they're like proud to wear it. So, you know, being able to do, do that and spread awareness, I think that's going to be awesome. I haven't really started on the designs of that stuff. I have ideas, but I haven't really sat down to do it just because I haven't time but yeah it's something i definitely want to do uh, definitely want to be able to you know do stickers things like that and just spread the awareness so a lot of the times with that it's if i have ideas write it down to make sure i get back to it but honestly with work stuff a lot of times i i, I put yeah. a lot of thought into that stuff yeah. so then at the end of the day i'm like i'm ready to go home and just relax <laughs> yeah hey man listen <laughs> i i understand i understand now duval joked on your microphone earlier but I remembered you you and a couple of your other buddies who kind of started another podcast. And then I think it was either right before COVID or maybe – and then I guess I, mean, I know how life works, stuff, you know. What kind of – how did that start and where is it now and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, so um, I started a – or we started a podcast, uh, me and a couple buddies. Um, same thing. It was around culture. It was around hip-hop, rap music sneakers whatever you know whatever was going on um did that for a while and then i think around the same time when i was was getting ready to accept my job 
uh, one of my buddies, he told us his wife was pregnant. Mm. And so when he kind of said that, and it was like the next week, it was like, well, I, I got a job and like, I'm going to be working. <laughs> I wasn't just, and you know, I would have time to do podcasts and stuff like that, but I wanted to put, you know, a lot of stuff into work. I didn't want to have to focus on, you know, because doing a podcast and especially what we were doing was a lot of research. Yeah. If we want to talk about something Kanye West did, I need to know what Kanye West did and like yeah. my own take on that. So, you know, a lot of that content prep and stuff that was just, you know, a lot. And with so much going on and that we were recording like one time a week and then we split it to two times a week because, you know, you do it on Tuesday. Well, then the next time, you know, next Tuesday when you go to record, so much has happened. And then if something happens on Wednesday, it's like, well, you have to wait a week. And then it's like, oh, y'all are talking about something that's like super old. <laughs> so we started doing two. Um, and it just ended up being a lot because yeah. it's, at first it was a long form podcast. So it was two, two and a half hours. Mm. And then we split Ooh. it to an hour long podcast. Um, but then, like I said, my, my buddy's wife was pregnant. They knew the kid was coming along. They were also in the works of like moving back to Charlotte. So there was a lot going on with that. Like I said, I wanted to put pretty much everything into my, you know, my job and stuff. So we just mutually decided let's take a pause. And then if we want to, you know, eventually pick back up, we can maybe do something like that, but hasn't really been talks just cause there's been so much going on and you know, everybody has busy life. So we haven't really picked up anything on that, but yeah, it was yeah. fun. It was yeah. very fun though. Yeah, no, I, I think that's, you know, we've talked about this, you know, sitting here at 290 episodes, and Duvall had one, too, and then he had a, something similar where friends move different way, and it is hard to get together once a week, twice a week, and I always talk, you know, and I saw another person who's been on the podcast before, and they started their own, and they were doing twice a week, and I just knew they were going to get burned out, because I, I know I you can get burned out doing this one, especially in times when there's not a lot to talk about and you're scraping like who to get on and what like you said what to talk about and ours we don't do too much research we just kind of sit down like we're going to the bar you're meeting your buddy at the bar what's gonna what's the topics of the day and the topics of the week and we shoot the breeze but and and now I can he totally I was kept going if you do two a week and I mean we did that too I remember Jeeves jumping on we do two a week a Tuesday a Friday two in one day and release them and just crazy stuff and of course that was a time when. You know, I, I didn't have any kids. Jeeves didn't have no girl, all that kind of stuff. And you could do, you could bring more people over to the basement. And then it kind of has to adapt and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, man, it's a, it's people think it's a lot easier than what it is if you want to put good quality stuff out there. For sure, and that's what a lot of those people they, I mean, they do so much research, and even on the person. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think you you did a great job of that, and you've always done a great job of that. You know, some of the stuff like I remember the first time being on, like you were asking me about like contest I won on Twitter and I'm like dang like how did he like he, he had to have done his research but that's the thing that makes it good like even like hot ones on YouTube yeah he they I mean they have a whole research team that has yep. all this information that goes back to stuff that's like not even online like yeah. the person's like how in the hell do you know that I would go to this place and eat on yeah. Tuesday nights like <laughs> you know and it's it's just a lot that goes into it but that's the thing is people enjoy seeing that so there's a lot you put into it, and I mean, for me, I don't really like to do something if I'm not going to be good at it or at least try and be good at it. So I don't want to get on a podcast and then just be quiet the whole time or like, <laughs> okay, what is this dude talking about? Like, he doesn't even yeah. know what he's talking about. So, you know, I, I just 
want to put more into it if I, you know, if I did it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Duvall, I know you got something down there. No, I, I guess, I guess my thing is, is I guess as the, you know, as the summer is approaching, um, you know, I guess football's kind of ramping back up. Um, is there anything that you're kind of looking forward to as the weather, I believe, finally has broken and, you know, how it is in Charlotte? I mean, it would be cool one day, then it will be extremely hot. And I don't think we really got – we didn't get a warm-up because it was 90 for like four days last week. So Listen, let me tell you, know, you that, that 90 was brutal. We, we <laughs> This past week, we had went up. Jerry and I had a friend, uh, had an event. And up in Wake Forest, North Carolina, not the Wake Forest where the Demon Deacons are in Winston-Salem, the Wake Forest near Raleigh still yeah. blows my mind how close they are, but it's just the same name. But it was walking around. When she went into the event, I was walking around. I ended up at like Southeastern Baptist Seminary School was across the street. And so I'm pushing pushing the youngins around in this thing, and I'm like, man, it's like 97. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I had my like my – heat shirt on like the, the the sweat i'm just dying and there's no trees on this campus really and i'm walking around just whoo and it was hot duval this past weekend man it kind of got me and it's supposed to get down to 60 tonight but it's still i wasn't i was like it's still may and we just hit mid-july i was not ready for that yeah. <laughs> yeah. it so, was straight summer there for like a week yeah i mean that was that was rough this past weekend and i think that's the frustrating part and and you know, I, like I said, I, I'm, I'm thinking that the weather is broken, but then I just spoke too soon because Jake, you just said it's going to get down to the 60s. So I guess, I, I guess, you know, just to kind of just, I guess, circle back, just like kind of what is it that you're kind of looking forward mm-hmm. to maybe just kind of for the summer um, as it kind of approaches. Like I said, basketball's winding down, baseball's picking up, hockey's winding down. Football is about to pick up, but then it'll be college. Now, like I said, that's just a sports perspective, but just kind of something that you're kind of just looking forward to as the weather gets warm. You say basketball is winding down, but, man, they still got, like, a whole nother series left. It's <laughs> it's funny because the, the weirdest thing, my mom used to always kill me when I would when I would watch the playoffs, NBA, for years. Like, I'd come home for the summer because you'd be out of college, and she'd be like, Basketball is still on, and I'm like, yeah, they only they're only in the Eastern Conference, Western Conference Finals. She's like, what? They, I was like, this, they got at least another week, week and a half, two weeks, and then the best was when she'd come down and summer league was on, and she'd be like, why is basketball still on? And I'm like, listen, they play all the time. She just couldn't believe it. And just the other day, Jerryanna, I had the the game on. Was it last night? The Celtics Heat, and she was like, oh my god. Basketball. I was like, "How do y'all not realize this every year? It always goes." And now I know COVID screwed up a little bit of things and it pushed it back. But I was like, "Yes, it's still going to be on through at least mid June. That's the way hoops is. Hockey, you know, been flipping it on because the Hurricanes uh, have been doing somewhat. I think they, they, I think they lost again tonight. So series up two two. They, they were playing with the when the podcast started. Yeah, geez, give us the Google. Make sure to confirm that. Yeah, I thought that, that winner loss. Too. I just saw the alert come across. Yeah, yeah. That they took so, so it's it's just that, too. So to and get this is, the, is this the finals too? No, this is no, no. They've got I think, this. The, this is only like the second round. Yeah, yeah, hockey got a little bit. Hockey might actually oh. usually hockey finishes before the NBA, but they actually might finish later this year for some reason. But but looking forward to Duval. Honestly, like I think it's just. I was just glad this past week to travel. I hadn't been able, I hadn't really taken any vacation time and just travel with the people. And we went and saw Jerry and his uh, family, got, you know, Luke and 
Tay got to see their cousin, their only cousin right now, and Lily, you know, Jared's brother's kid. So it was cool because yeah. we kind of, you know, you always talk about you want your kids to know their family, and you really, it takes a little bit more extra effort because they live up in Raleigh, and they're mm-hmm. in their own kind of world, and they don't really travel, come down here as much. So you try to not hold that against them and just say, look, it's about the kids getting to know each other because you don't want them to be just, hey, we see you on Thanksgiving, we see you on Christmas, and maybe Easter. Just the major holidays. Just the major holidays. We want them to at least feel like when they get married or graduate from high school or college, they're going to be happy for their cousins kind of thing and be there for them and all that kind of stuff. So it was it was cool to finally see that. They had gotten, they had just built a house. So it was cool to see that. But just going to, to get, you know, travel and do some things, get out of the house. You know, I feel like you've just been kind of stuck in the house for a little bit during the school year and everything. So that that would be – even though gas gas is insane right now, but I'm just trying to keep that – that's just, you know, hate the player, hate the game, whatever it is, and just try to keep it moving. Jeeves got to work on getting that dog tamed as well. He going to do this something. Hey, trust me, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm going to kick her out, boy. I'm telling But I'm just looking forward to, like Dex said, just travel, but not. I mean, I got to, me, me and the girlfriend are going to the beach. Uh, second week of June, um, and then uh, basically just hanging out with, every, with everybody and all that kind of stuff. Like Jake, like Jake said, gas prices are high, so you don't, you don't really want to go go too far right now until they can hopefully come down a little bit. But but you also just got to live too, man. You can't, you know, it's like you don't, don't want to travel, but you got to live. Yeah, I know. So, uh, geez, I want – you guys are going up to Myrtle, right? Uh, we're going to – I believe I believe we're going to Surfside. Oh, okay. What does your itinerary look like? You said you hadn't been to the beach in a while. What do you think y'all are going to do? Like, besides just sitting on the beach, what you got planned? Like, other events besides uh, chilling? I mean, we got uh, – we're going down – like, we have a buddy of ours going down the weekend before we get down there, so – We'll probably chill with him for a couple days and all his buddies are I think he said he has like twenty people going down. Not staying with him. Nope. Not staying with him, but twenty people going down at this on the same weekend and at, like the same weekend and same week. So just like chill with them and then uh, she she wants to go to there's like a couple bars that Jess wants to go to. Probably do that and uh, maybe maybe play a little putt putt or do. Okay, do that's what I was wondering if y'all were gonna have a little tournament on the line, the putt putt tournament. It's just y'all two down yeah. there, you know. So not okay. not try not to sit on the beach like all day every day, but do go go sit go sit on the beach for a little while, pretty much every day, but then try to do something. All right, Jeeves. Day that what, night. Whatnot. What's your drink lineup on the beach looking like? I don't even know yet, man. That's I had, the real question. I mean, <laughs> I mean, of course, of course, I'm probably, gonna, of course, I'm gonna be drinking Miller Light. Yep. Uh, I'll probably do some of the either the Trulies or some of the other ones that we taste tested and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So, Tequila. I'll, I'll go. I'll go back and watch the YouTube's <laughs> on to see which ones I really like and then take those. Okay. What is you, you're you're a beer seltzer guy? What do you think? Your girl, she's not really a beer person, right? So what is no, nah, she's not okay. So, so what is she, she mixing I mean, she'll up? Drink, like she'll drink the seltzers, okay, and all that kind okay. of stuff. So we'll have to 
pull up YouTube on the TV so we can watch some of the taste tests and figure out which one she wants to try. Okay. Either before or while we're down there. Okay. All right. What you got going, Vince? I don't know, but if it's anything as as hot as it's been, it's got to be something with water. <laughs> um, to be honest, like past past couple of years, we've been setting up like a, a little slip and slide at my in-laws and just having fun with that. But I've been wanting to get to like Wet and Wild or something like in Greensboro or, you know, a water park somewhere, Carowind, something like that. I haven't done that in a while. So something like that, um, maybe the White Water Center, go kayak in. Um, you know, like I said, just try and be on the water, honestly. Um, last, <clears throat> last summer, I feel like we tried to go to like a Hickory Crawdads game and man, it was so hot. Ooh, it's tough. It was, it was brutal. They, I mean, and then they ran out of water. They didn't Ooh. have Gatorade. It was. How did you run out of water? I, they, I guess they didn't prepare. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the middle of summer. Oh, you guys, you guys I got it. It was. It was it was brutal. Like they were literally sold out, and then I think they even got to the point where they had water, but it wasn't cold because it was just they literally had a pack of water and was like, all right, well we got to sell this, and it was yeah, it wasn't fun. So that kind of you know that kind of made a scar. So I don't know if we're gonna do too much of that. You know, concerts and stuff are going to be starting, but it's, it's so expensive to go to any kind of sporting event or a concert. So. I don't know. We we might try and make it out to a concert, but not sure. Nothing planned yet. So you brought up a slip and slide. Now we're we're in our low thirties here now. Right. Are you? How hard are you hitting this slip and slide? Because yeah, that's a good question. You know, you got the the risk reward factor. You can't be showing up to work with a uh, broken fibula or tibula or anything or forearm. What is your well, What's your motto now in your early thirties of the slip and slide? Well, like I said. If I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it right. So I'm that I'm that uncle. Okay. That's I'm I'm sliding it like last year I created a pathway where I just I basically slid into the trees in the woods. Like oh. I was yeah. It, 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 it did get to the point where I was like, okay, I can't go anymore because literally I'm just creating a path to like go into the woods and go like down the hill. But I I mean I I hit it pretty hard. Okay. I, but I do realize I need to chill out because yeah. I'm not as young as I used to be. So did you did you feel like because I remember the days from the I think the last time I did a slip and slide, it might have been maybe high school or whatever. And it always just felt like you just got done with like a football practice because the way you yeah. jump, dive, hit your ribs, slide, then you get the grass cuts, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Did you feel like that the next day? For sure, and I definitely had cuts. Like <laughs> I had, I I had. I had mud all on me, grass cuts all on my side. Oof. My knees were scraped up, but it was good. You know, I was I was done for the next year, but um, <laughs> but it was it was a lot of fun. And I mean, we we did the whole. We got like big tarps. We had the dish soap. You know, we 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 did it how we would do it when we were young. So it was a lot of fun. And like you know, my in laws and stuff. Like even my my father in law, he was he was going too. And I'm like, well, if he's doing it, I can do it. So yeah, but, well, I'm, but we I'm, had can't fun. let the father-in-law show you up. Seriously, <laughs> but, I, but I tell you one thing: I, I I haven't played basketball in a while, and I started playing again uh, on like Sunday night. Well, I tell you that first time I went out there, <laughs> I was I, I I think I ran down the court like five times, and I it, it felt like I was like just blurry vision. I couldn't see nothing. 
<laughs> definitely can't do that like I used to. Yeah. I I don't think I've played a, a full game of hoops in years just because as you talked about earlier, life and stuff doing different things. I've shot here with the neighbors kids. They got a hoop out here in the cul de sac. Uh shot every now and then. But yeah, man, that that'll humble you real quick. Just just run up and down a basketball court. And the game's totally different. <laughs> they're not coming inside the three point <laughs> they are pulling from the three point line and then you know the, the funny thing is because I used to be the same way I was shooting I missed I'm like alright I ain't shooting no more they come down and shoot it again I'm like I'm, well I'm not running back and forth <laughs> this entire time I'm about to kill myself for you to come down here and pull up a three like your step hurt <laughs> it's just not going to happen I know I think there's some funny like TikToks out there where someone's saying that same thing where the game's changed and it just shows like the kids warming up and all they're doing is just jacking up threes and they're uh, most nope. of them are just breaking them because they don't have enough juice to get it up in there and it is funny you know how how you know you mimic what you see on TV and right now it was the Splash Brothers there going going against it. Wild. Yeah, but I guess that's, that, that's funny. Yeah. Duvall's retired. He had he he got his partially torn Achilles, so you got to catch him in a game of horse. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You catch me in that maybe some twenty one. Um, that's that's all you're gonna get out of me. I, I just I just can't do it. I know. Um, last weekend when I was up in Raleigh visiting Tyler for his daughter's first birthday, there was a buddy there that I when I was trying to play at A and T, he was there too, and he tried to play. He was playing too, and uh, he tore his before I tore mine. Um, he tore like a year or two before, and I was sitting there talking to him, man, you still play ball? He was like, I play twice a week. He was like, but everything about my game is totally different. He was just like, I don't do any explosion. Like, if I get to the lane, like, and you're about to challenge me, like, I'm not going to go all the way up. I'm going to go into you and then, like, throw a little, you know, ole over. You know, he was like, I do nothing explosive at all. He was just like, that's it. He was like, I don't even really try and grab rebounds. I was like, but doesn't that make you a liability? He was just like, nah, because I can still shoot. And I was like, yeah, but to me, I'm thinking to myself, of course, I'm not going to play like I did when I was 20. But I still want to play with a certain level of aggression that I still played at when I was like 28, 29, 27. And because I can't do that now, I'm not going to put myself in that position no more. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. I, I, listen, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Got to go to so, work. Got to do other stuff. Yeah. Got to be able to walk around. You can't be going up like you're going yam on somebody and just tackle you and then you're done. <laughs> yeah. That's Listen, as I can tell you, as someone that had to take a scooter into the office and scoot around the office <laughs> for a couple of months, it is it is a tough experience. And as somebody that you never really realize how much you rely on your legs until you can't use that leg anymore. Yeah. I'm good. Did you did you injure yourself playing basketball or was it just a I, I, I did. I was playing basketball. And it was it was it was the last game and I was turning and I grabbed rebound. I didn't even jump. I just turned to go up the court. And when I turned to go up the court, I felt like somebody kicked me. And I was like, Oh, this don't feel good. But I just prayed that it was just like a calf strain or something like that. But then when I went to the doctor, they was like, Yeah, it's partial. We don't know if you'll need surgery. But luckily I was blessed I didn't have to have surgery. Um but and I was able to heal, and basically the healing made it stronger because the scar tissue turned into muscle tissue, so it was stronger than what it was. So, needless to say, I'm retired. All I do is run now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a lot less, lot less impact on your ankles. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah the 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 reward and cost and 
to try to do something like you said, playing flag football or hoops. Now I just to show up to work with a black eye or a tore up knee, or I just like you said, yep. I can't I can't afford to use too much sick time on those days in case something really truly bad happens, you know, kind of thing. So right, yeah, true. All right, I think we're at the point now, Vince. If you want to look up the uh, warehouse distillery wine under the bridge notebook, and Jeeves is gonna to have to do the horn vocally. Well, I, hell, I can't. I ain't never tried to do the horn vocally. All you gotta do is go burn, 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 burn. Well, there you I go. Think he, he, he already took his job. Look, yeah, I know. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to keep Jeeves, you know, his job available here. I don't want to take all the jobs, Jeeves. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Well, as as he's doing, as he's looking, uh, I think from off the top, yeah, if you want to follow me, it's J-Roll Nation, Twitter and Instagram, the Beers Watch Podcast on Facebook. Find the podcast anywhere you're listening to podcasts. And then obviously, as we've mentioned, our YouTube, they see me rolling. we got our burial carts. Worked up a good little, uh, I think we got about five, six brewery reviews. Tyler and Asha joined in on about three. We went and saw them this past weekend as well. And then uh, Jerry and his brother and his uh, her dad jumped in on a couple as well. So a couple of brewer reviews, burial carts we've got coming out, taste tests. Still got three 12 packs that we need to get to in the taste test world that we have to fire up and shoot some content for that. So plenty of that. So, so go hit the subscribe on They See Me Rolling. And yeah, that's about all I got. Vince, you still looking or you got one? No, I got one. All right, fire away. So the question is if there was – a Space Jam Olympics, and you had to send five Earth athletes to compete. Who are you sending? And that was, I think, Corey put that in there, right? Yes. Yeah. Corey Basketball? West. No, just a Space Jam, but Olympics. And you're just going to send, like, your five best athletes that you think. So I'm a, I'll start. I'm going to go <clears throat> Usain Bolt. Okay. Um, Simone Biles, Serena Williams, mm-hmm. John Morant, and I'm gonna go DK Metcalf. Oh, nice! I think that was five. I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's five. Yeah. So I'll fire it off. I think I'd still going to throw up LeBron, even though he's 36, 37, because it's just LeBron and he's still a freak of an athlete. Yeah. Uh, as she is, even though she's in prison in Russia right now, if we're going that right, Brittany Griner, because I thought she was, you know, she was probably obviously one of the best women's basketball players and just a freak of an athlete. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I'm actually going to throw in Cam Newton. Even though he's kind of, you know, waiting just because I still feel like his athletic ability is off the charts to do. He almost could do about yeah. anything. So that's my, that's three right there. Two more. Who, who are we thinking? I want to say, give, give me, uh, give me Tyreek Hill. Because I feel like he just okay. got the speed. And then, let me see. One more. Who who would we throw up there? Hmm. Oh, Giannis. Mm. Give me Giannis. That'd be the other one. That's, that's, that's a good, good one. one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll, you go next, or you want me to? Devo. You got it, Deep. You got it. All right. 
Um, give me. Let's get a. Let's get Tom Brady up there. Since he he's he's been he's been the goat for football for so long. He's met like like Jake says all the time. He's made a deal with the devil, so he can do something <laughs> in the Olympics. Um, give me Naomi Osaki from tennis. She's that she's 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 that up and coming um, good athlete for tennis. Uh, and then give me let's see, this two. Give me give me KD. He's he's still he, he's a he's a good athlete for for basketball. Um, even though he kind of kind of declined a couple left past couple years, but he can still get it done. Um, and then I, I was on the same boat as Jake with uh, Cam Newton, so I'll give I'll give, I'll give Cam Newton a nod. It's what four? Yeah. Or yeah, four. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, Give me Mike Trout for baseball. Okay. So he, he can still get it done. Um, he's, he is getting up there in age, but he can he can he can still get it done. All right, Duval, what you got? That's a bad, that's a bad set. Uh, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go LeBron. I'm gonna go Tiger Woods. I'm gonna go. Um, Candace Parker. You going t- Tiger one. Woods with all those back injuries you you're throwing up there? Listen, he still understands the wind. He understands the movement. He understands a lot of trajectory. So okay, he's still seasoned. So and and I mean. It's the Olympics, so it depends on how long you need them. I mean, you might not need them, you know, for all year. If he can just put together one good weekend. Okay. Yep. You know. Yeah. Um, so there's three, uh, four. Uh, Vince had a good one. Give me Usain Bolt. He's a little older, but he still can fly. Yeah. Um, and then fifth, rounding it out. As uh, much as I would love to say Cam, I'm not gonna say Cam. Give me, give me Patrick Mahomes. All right. Yeah. Okay. No, no Steph Curry's on our list. No. no Sam Darnold. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's six man. Sam Darnold, six man. No, Sam Darnold ain't touching none, none on my team. <laughs> I've already seen what he's done with two teams, and it's been bad all the way across. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Anybody with any uh, final thoughts, final anything before we log it off? No, this has been good, man. Real informative, yeah. and and uh, Vince, I appreciate you being open, man, and, yeah. and yep. being able to kind of tell your story. Man. I really appreciate it. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, that's all we really want, you know. Coming on the pod, you know, we keep it lighthearted, lighthearted, ninety, ninety-five percent of the time. But you know, everyone's real and human, and go through human things that are real hard too. And yeah. so it's all, you know. I, I appreciate you being. Like I said, I wasn't gonna bring it up. I always let the people. 
who are on the guests bring up what they want to talk about, what they feel comfortable talking about, you know, and, and I appreciate you you talking about it. And maybe maybe Jeeves' dog will get trained this summer so it'll stop barking in the background too because that thing's just going off. I think she's getting ready to be rehomed. Rehomed? Really? Yeah. Wow. Well. We, we like her and all, but the kids can't walk around without them getting knocked over. Of course, not the older one, but the two younger ones. They can't walk around the house without it, without it getting knocked over with her and all that kind of stuff. Interesting. So, Well, good luck with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Vince, man, I appreciate you coming on, catching up, and uh, hopefully we can, you know, see you out in the wild. i got to get you your shirt. And again, yeah. appreciate you, uh, you know, making those logos, and we'll keep using them because, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with them, nothing to update them, so. For sure. Well, I appreciate you letting me use your platform to tell my story and, and hopefully – you know, can help somebody that listens. So, yeah, and let us know whenever you you know you guys get that uh, nonprofit set up. You know, we can mm-hmm. we can do some blasts out, some retweets, some reposts, and all that. Because you know, it's a wonderful thing that you guys are turning a tragedy into something that could possibly help, or at least make more people aware of to prevent yep. things, or at least help them when it does, if and when it does happen. Because again, I don't think anybody would ever want to go through it, but. As his life, sure. uh, there's a lot of things that happen that we don't want to go through, but we kind of have to. So, yep. yeah, man. All right. Well, Jeeves was out last week. So, how do we end the pod, Jeeves? Peace.